Stand to your feet with me all across this room. We have entered into what is considered the ending season of this year. And I make this declaration over you. I declare it today and I stand firmly upon it. We will end this year stronger than what we started this year. We will end this year in such a way that will carry us as we embark on the year 2023. But you hear me clearly when I say this. The days of just having church are over. The days of just going through the motions of how we do things are finished. But starting today, we step into a new era of revival. We step into a new era of the move of God. A new time in His presence. And I'm going to say this to you, and I mean this with all of my heart. When you walk into this church building from this day forward, Walk into this house with such expectancy in your heart, in your spirit, in your soul, and in your mind for anything to take place in your life and in this church. Revival has already been here. Presence is, his presence has already been here. His glory is here. But it's how we respond to revival his glory and his presence we don't always get it right but we're going to strive to get it right you with me how many is with me on that come on hold your hand up I'm looking around now how many is with me on we're going to strive to get it right it's a new day it's go time oh God I feel him Leon, I'm going to look you right in the eyes and I'm going to tell you on behalf of this whole church something real is going to happen here today. Something real has already happened here today, but something real is going to happen here today. First John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. I want to read two different translations of this passage. The first one comes from the Amplified Bible. For everyone born of God is victorious and overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world. Our continuing persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God, who is the one who is victorious and overcomes the world. It is the one who believes and recognizes the fact that Jesus is the Son of God. The Good News translation of that same passage says, Because every child of God is able to defeat the world, and we win, I like that, and we win the victory over the world by means of 
our faith. Who can defeat the world? Only the person who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Father, let the anointing of your Holy Spirit rest upon this word. Let it rest upon this service. Let it rest upon this time, Father, for it's go time. And Lord, what we're going to do, we must do now. We have to make a decision to walk by faith. We have to make a decision to live in faith. We have to make a decision to let faith be very real in who and what we are. And Father, let this word speak to us. Let it change us. Let it open our eyes and open our minds and open our hearts to the will and the purpose of God concerning what you want to bring alive in us today. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. From this passage of Scripture comes two words that have power. Words that will change your life. They will change your marriage. They will change your home. They will transform your attitude when it concerns your future and your tomorrow. These two words will restore truth and justice to America. These words will crush the spirit of defeat and depression that's sweeping our nation and that is sweeping our church. These two words will bring something that I made very clear a few moments ago. They will bring revival. These two words will bring a move of God. They will bring an experience that only God can give. These two words are our faith. Amen. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Those are declarations from the Word of God that we can declare that we may be in one place, but by faith we declare that we're standing in another place. First John 5, 4 and 5, I'm going to give you one more translation. The Message Bible said it like this. Every God-born person conquers the world's ways, the conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. The person who wins out over the world's ways is simply the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. I want to back up to that statement. The conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. There's those two words again. Now, from those two words today, I want to preach to you on this thought, faith that wins. Think about that one for a moment. Let that sink deep down into your spirit. And can I tell you, faith always wins. Real faith always wins. Why? Because real faith will move God. Real faith will see miracles. Real faith will cause prayer to be answered. Real faith will bring revival. Real faith will bring a manifestation. Real faith will bring whatever, whenever, however you need something in your life. So let's talk about faith that wins. The word faith is the celebration of victory. Amen. 
The word faith produces joy unspeakable. If you really live by faith and you really walk in faith, it will bring joy unspeakable experiences into your life. It brings confidence. It gives hope. It produces the blessed life. How many is living the blessed life? Got two or three hands that went up. How many wants to live the blessed life? A few hands went up. Praise God. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Think about that statement. Say it with me. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. That's the Bible. That's not my word. It's not just your declaration, but it's declared in the word of God. Faith gives you victory in your personal life. It gives you victory in your professional life, and it will give you victory in your spiritual life. What does that mean? It will give you victory in every aspect of your life. Faith gives you victory over sickness and disease. Faith gives you victory over fear and insecurity about your future. And let me just stop and say this while I'm here. A lot of people now are becoming very fearful because of what's happening in this country. They're becoming very fearful because of what's going on around them. They're fearful for their children. They're fearful for their grandchildren. They're fearful for America's future. But can I tell you, faith gives victory over every form of fear. And when we walk by faith, we don't have to be afraid of what our tomorrow holds. We don't have to be afraid of what's going on around us. We don't have to be afraid of what things look like or seem like around us, but what what we do is this. We walk by faith in God knowing that he's preparing us before every footstep. He's preparing the ground in front of us. And when you take a step, God's already gone there before you. When you make a move, God's already moved before you. When you make an act, God has already acted before you. Faith gives victory over habits and emotions that enslave us. Anybody enslaved by something today? Think about that. Some of you in this audience, and I'm going to get real a minute, some of you in this audience and some of you listening to me online, you're addicted to drugs. But the reality is it may not be drugs as the drugs as we know in the world. It may be prescription drugs, but it's still drugs. Think about that. There's people that's addicted to them. They're bound by them. They're held into place by them. Some of you are emotionally addicted to bitterness. Some of you are emotionally addicted to rage, resentment, depression, rejection because of things that have happened in your past. Some of you are bound by emotions that have held you so strong, it holds you back, it holds you down, and it continually depresses your life. But God sent me by today to make a challenge to you. Why do I challenge you today to forget those things that have passed and live in the love of God for today by faith? Forget what happened yesterday. Live in the love of God right here, right now, in the moment that God has given you. Amen. Give God a praise in this room. Live in the moment. Live in the time. Live in this second that God has given you in your life and live it by faith. Nothing else. There is no subject in the Bible that's as exciting as faith. Now, there may be some folks who want to debate me on that one. But when you really stop and look at it, there's no subject in the Word of God that's more exciting than faith. Why? Because faith unlocks all kind of things. 
Faith unlocks so much. It opens up so much. It makes so much available in your life. Let me prove it to you. It is impossible to please God without faith. If you want to please God, you've got to walk in faith. If you want God to move for you, you've got to walk in faith. You want God to do something in your life, you've got to walk in faith. It unlocks, it breaks open, it reveals so many things in your life. Everything that God offers in this book comes on the wings of faith. Everything that you stand upon in this word, everything that's declared from this book, everything that was written upon these pages in black writing or red writing on white pieces of paper, every it comes as we stand and we walk on wings of faith. And when we start declaring, thus saith the word of God, God will move on our behalf. And let me just say this while I'm here. Stop declaring other things over your life and start declaring what the word of God has to say about your situation, about your life, about your family, about where you find yourself. I want to borrow some words from Jensen Franklin as I was listening to him yesterday, and it just blessed my heart. It was one of those little four-minute segments that he puts out, and I listen to him quite often. But he put a little four-minute segment out about faith, and as I was listening to it, I just had to add it in here today. So let me borrow something from him when he said, Faith is more precious than gold. Gold is something the world is seeking after, wants, desires. But can I tell you, faith is more precious than gold. Faith is more precious than anything else you possess in your life. And here's one for you. Faith is what really matters. Faith is what really matters. The bottom line is our faith. It's more important to pass down your faith to your children and your grandchildren than to pass down financial or material means. You go back and look at it all throughout the Word of God. There was a lot of situations, a lot of cases where they didn't have financial means to pass down to their kids. They didn't have different things to pass down. But one thing they did make sure, they passed down their faith from generation to generation to their children, to their grandchildren. Why? They wanted them to know who Jehovah was. They wanted them to trust in Jehovah. They wanted them to believe in God. They wanted them to stand for God. Because they knew if they had things right with God, everything else in their life would be right. You may not have a million dollars to pass down to your kids, but if you'll pass down them Jesus Christ, Jehovah God, the Word of God, and the, and, 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 and the art of prayer. God, I feel him. Faith means to have a daily dependence on God. So many say, I want to be independent. So many say, well, I want to be independently wealthy. I want to be where I don't have to worry about anything. But I want you to hear this statement. God has made it where we will never be independent enough. We will never be blessed enough that we do not need him. Do you understand what I'm telling you? We'll never be at a place in our life where we do not need God. You can have everything else, but if you don't have faith, you don't have anything. 
Everything else may look right in your life. Everything else may seem to be in order in your life. But if you don't have faith, you don't have nothing. Faith is a daily dependence upon God. I'm going to ask you, do you daily depend on God? God, I'm depending on you for my next breath. God, I'm depending on you to sustain me for this day. God, I'm depending on you to take care of me in every moment. I'm depending on you, God, for your protection. I'm depending on you for your mercy. I'm depending on you for your grace. God, I'm depending on you for everything in my life. Do you depend on God? Now, let's take a reality check right here. Are you more dependent upon yourself or are you more dependent upon God? Think about that a minute. You don't know the real fact of the matter? Most people are more dependent upon self than they are upon God because they're trying to figure everything out in their life. God, help me. Faith is the currency of heaven. Faith is how God transacts with human beings. That's why faith is so important. That's why faith is so necessary. Going to God without faith is like going to the store without money. It ain't going to get you very far. You can go in the store and look at all the things you want, but if you ain't got money to buy them, you can't get to pick it up. You can desire a lot of things from God, but if you ain't got enough faith to get it, it's not going to happen. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you cannot see. Think about that one for a minute, if you will. Romans 1.17, the just shall live by faith. Say that with me. The just shall live by faith. Listen, faith is not believing God can do it. I just messed somebody up right there. Faith is not believing God can do it. Faith is believing that God will do it today, right here, right now. Faith is believing that God will move on behalf of the needs and the circumstances of your life. Faith starts out before you know how it's going to turn out. I hope that one sunk in. I made up my mind I wasn't going to repeat myself today, but I'm going to do it right here. Faith starts out before you know how it's going to turn out. When you know exactly how something's going to happen to the end because you have the power to make it happen, that's not faith. That's not believing God. Faith is the daring of the soul that goes further than the natural eye can see. Oh, I like that. It's something that stirs inside of us. It causes us to look closer than we've ever looked, to see deeper than we've ever seen, to go farther than we've ever gone. We walk by faith and not by sight. If you're walking by sight, you're going to do a lot of stumbling. But if you're walking by faith, you're going to do a lot of standing. Oh, God, I feel him. Listen, if you don't believe it, you're never going to achieve it. If you don't believe it, it's never going to happen. The Bible says, for with God, nothing is impossible. Once you believe that scripture, you've crossed from walking in the natural to walking in the supernatural. Once you've crossed into that place of the supernatural, then you can witness anything from God. Once you believe that nothing is impossible with God and you start thinking it, you start saying it, then you will start living it. So let me just tell you, change how you think. 
Change what you say and start living by faith. Are you hearing me this morning? Start living by faith. Put your hand together and give God praise. I'm not going to let you get quiet and let you get still. Come on, give God praise in this room today. Hallelujah. You got to hear this this morning. The just shall live by faith. And when you start thinking it and you start saying it and you start living it, guess what? From that moment forward, your life will never be the same. Every moment of your life from then on will never be the same. Now let me give you something. In the natural order, we say seeing is believing. In the natural order, if you can't see it, it ain't real. In the natural order, if you can't see it, it ain't happening. But by faith, we believe first, and then we receive it. The belief's got to be there, and then we receive it. What's happening is we reverse the natural order. We see it by faith, and then we receive it. Mark 9, 23, Jesus said unto them, If you can believe, all things are possible. I want you to look over at your neighbor, and I want you to quote this with me. Look at your neighbor right now. Look at him. Look at him. Quote this with me. All things are possible to him that believes. Now let me ask you, do you believe? Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain for what you cannot see. It's important. Faith is not a matter of do you believe. I'm going to mess some people up here again. Faith is not a matter of do you believe. The question is, what do you believe and in whom do you believe? That's the bottom line. That's the question. What do you believe? Who do you believe in? Who do you put your trust in? Man says there are many ways to God. Man says we're all going to heaven on different roads. Wrong! That is a lie that's been bounced out of hell. It's making so many people believe that they can get to heaven by any old route and any old way. But you better hear this preacher this morning. There's a narrow way that leads to the throne of grace. And there's a broad way that leads to the fires of hell. And the reality is you're on one of those two roads today. You're either on the narrow path that's leading toward heaven, it's leading toward the grace of God, it's leading toward the glory of God, or you're on the broad road that's leading toward hell. But the world tries to say there's many paths, there's many ways, but the Bible says there's only one way to heaven. God says preach the word in season and out of season. Man says, Pastor, preach a new gospel for a changing time. Tell us how to feel good without being good. Tell us how to have a hot tub Christianity that makes everybody feel warm and makes everybody feel comfortable. Help us admit, uh, uh, excuse me, help us to adjust to our sin. Don't help us confess our sin. Recommend a counselor, not repentance. Can I tell you that's what's being preached from many pulpits in America today. It's being declared that you don't have to repent of your sin. Just go find you a counselor somewhere that can talk you through it. I'm not against counselors, but I want to tell you, you don't need a counselor, you need a Savior. I said you don't need a counselor, you need a Savior. 
But that's where the world is today. Let me make this very clear. The way to get rid of your sin is to confess to the Lord Jesus Christ and let the blood that was shed at the cross of Calvary be applied into your life and remove all the iniquity from your soul. The Bible says righteousness exalted the nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The Bible also says all nations that forget God are turned into hell or will be turned into hell. We're, we as a church and we as God's people must let God arise and let the enemies be scattered. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? That's where the faith comes in. That's faith that makes the difference. That's the kind of faith. Listen, have faith in God. Look at your neighbor and say it with me. Have faith in God. Next time you start getting confused... The next time you don't know which way to go, you don't know which way to turn, let me encourage you to do something. Pick up your Bible. Get into the Word of God. Listen to me this morning. Pick up your Bible. Pick up the good news and read this. Let the faith be your faith be established in this because all of our tomorrows are as bright as what this Word has to say. Let me say this to you. you got to quit listening to the absolute destructive message of the fake news around you today. Everything that's going on around you and you got to get back to the Word of God and stand on this. This, declare this, read this, believe this. It will change you here, it'll change you now, and it'll change you tomorrow. Our God lives. Amen. That's a good declaration for us. He has all power in heaven and in earth. The Bible said the just shall live by faith. Can I tell you faith is not an emotion? Contrary to what a lot of people believe, contrary to what a lot of people think, faith is not an emotion. Listen, you can walk into a hospital room and cry for an hour and nothing will happen. But let me tell you something. You can pray for 60 seconds in the spirit of faith and cancer will die while you speak. Are you listening to me? You can pray a prayer in 60 seconds in real faith, and whatever you're praying for, it will come to pass. Can I tell you, it's a fact. It's God's Word. Faith is not a feeling. It's a substance. It's real. It's measurable. It's visible in the eyes of God. The Bible said when Jesus saw their faith, I want you to listen to this, when Jesus saw their faith. Can I tell you, faith has evidence. Jesus saw their faith. Jesus looked upon their faith. Why? Because their faith had evidence. And I want everybody in this room to hear me. Faith is based on the evidence of what God has done in the Word previously. It's based on what God has done in our life previously and that gives us the hope of what He will do today, what He will do here, right here, right now in this place. Faith will unlock the door. God's provision is in His promise. 
I said God's provision is in his promise. And when we put our faith in his promise, when we put our faith in the promise of his word, in the promise of his declaration, we put our faith in him, then things begin to happen. Can I tell you there are over 3,000 3, promises in this book, but not one of them will work until faith has been activated. I said there's 3,000 promises in this book, and they're real and they're powerful, and every one of them's for you, but not one of them will be activated until you activate your faith, until you put your faith in place. you got to think about that one for a moment. When you put your faith in place, the Word of God comes alive. I said when you put your faith in place, the Word of God becomes real. It's not just something we read. It's not just something we hear. It's not just a fictional something that we thought about, but it becomes alive and well. Listen to this preacher. You may be in this room today. We dealt with the physical side. We dealt with the sickness side. Let me give you this. You may be in this room today, and you may be embarking on a business venture. And in this year of destiny that God has blessed, God wants to give you a breakthrough. He wants to give you, He wants to turn the tides in your life. But can I tell you, your success is not dependent upon Wall Street. If it is, you're in trouble. Boy, it got quiet on that one. Your success is not dependent upon Wall Street. And I want to tell you, your success depends upon what God permits based on your faith. What God allows based on your faith. And can I tell you, barriers to your success are broken by faith. No matter what barrier stands in your way, no matter what hindrance stands in your way, it's broken by your faith. And hear this, do not fear your enemies. And do not fear your future. Do not fear your enemies. Why? Because God has already gone before you in your future and he's already making a way. Listen to me. Worry is like rock in a rock, sitting in a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it gets you nowhere. I got two of them sitting on my, on my front porch or on my carport. And we'll go out there sometime. We'll sit in that rocking chair, man, and we'll wear them things out, but we ain't went nowhere. We're still sitting in the same spot. I want to tell you something. Where is the same way? It gives you something to do, but you don't get anywhere. God sent me by to tell you, stop it. I'm going to preach to me and I'm going to preach to you. God said, stop your worry. Don't be afraid to take on a big project. If, you are, if you're in a business venture, don't be afraid to step out when necessary. But I want to preach to the church right here for a minute. Don't be afraid to step out and follow God wherever he may lead you, whatever he may tell you, whatever. Oh, God, help me right now. I'm preaching to me and I'm preaching to you. I don't know what the future holds for us, but I declare to you this morning, it's bigger than anything we've imagined, and we've got to get to the place that we're not afraid to step out. When he says step out, we got to be not be afraid to move when he says move or go when he says go. The Bible says by faith Noah built an ark. By faith Noah built an ark. It was a monster project. No one on earth had ever done it before. But Noah brought it in on time. He brought it in on budget and he got on board with his family to their salvation. 
But I want you to hear this. Some people will say, but pastor, I'm not an expert. I want to give you a word of advice. Are you listening real close? The Titanic was built by experts, but the ark was built by an amateur with faith in God. I said an amateur with faith in God. A man who believed in the Lord, who knew what God had spoken, who knew what God had declared. And let me deal with something else real quick before I close this. Some of you are going through some financial challenges in your life right now. So many people are going through financial challenges, financial difficulties, financial hard places in their life. Every one of us have dealt with it. Every one of us have faced it. It's times that we're living in. I get that. And I understand that. But I want you to listen to this preacher very close. The Bible says it is the Lord that gives you the power to get wealth. Not man, not yourself, not your own thoughts, not your own feelings, but it is God who has given you the power to get wealth. He owns the cattle on a thousand hill. He'll rebuke the enemies on your behalf, and he'll scatter them like the chaff on the threshing floor. But here's what you have to do. You have to believe and receive God's very best for your life. Stand to your feet. You have to believe and receive God's very best for your life. Live life without limits. Did you hear that? Live life without limits. The Bible said in Psalm 84 and 11, no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. But can I also tell you, no good thing will he withhold from those that diligently seek his face. Put your hand together and give him praise. No good thing will he withhold from them that diligently seek his face. But here's what it all comes down to. What you believe in, the object of your faith, is critical to your success, whatever you're looking for. The object of your faith, whatever you believe in, is critical to what's going to happen in your life right now. From this moment forward in your life. The Bible said, have faith in God. It sounds so simple, don't it? To so many, it sounds so minute. But those are some of the most powerful words in the Word of God. Have faith in God. Say it with me. Have faith in God. So many people have faith in faith, but he said, have faith in God. I'm going to leave it with you like this. And we're going to have a little different altar service today, so I hope you're ready. It's time to walk by faith, live by faith, but it's time to be the example of faith.